Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tavern Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. This is Season 4, Episode 14. There have been 13 other ones this season before this one. My name? Tavin Dillard. I mow lawns. I live in Chancellor Park. Mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. Hello. Well, y'all guys, we up against it. Next week is what we call the final episode of the season fours of the Tavin Dillard podcast. It's like a radio show. It's something that you listen to with your ears. Now, some folks do the videos at a podcast, and I'm thinking about doing that for season five where... Uh, you see me talking about the stuff I'm talking about, but so far it's just been strictly what they call a podcast for your ears. Like a radio show that you listen to, you'd be doing other stuff. I don't know what you do when you listen to podcasts. A lot of folks get other things done, what, what they call uh, multitasking. Uh, multi means more than one thing, I think, something like that. Uh, so if you uh, got tasks, that means you do more than one task. So like... Uh, you know, washing dishes, uh, washing the car, washing the dog, chasing down the dog so you can wash the dog. You know, I don't know. Maybe you at work. Maybe you on a walk. Maybe you on a hike. Maybe you running to work. Maybe you running from work. I do not know. But uh, there's all kind of places you could listen to a podcast at. Hey, you got a Tab Dillard podcast shirt yet? See, the podcast is for your ears. The shirt is for your torsos. Uh, like that away. So... I'll just put a uh, link in the show notes today, but it won't just be for the Tavern Dillard podcast shirt, although that is a shirt that uh, we do have available. It'll be for all my shirts, and that way you can take a gander and look through there. And folks are starting to get gifts ready for the Christmas times and that kind of thing. And if you got family that gives gifts at Thanksgiving, I guess that's an option too. Or uh, you got folks you know, that got birthdays. So that's an option in the show notes. It's just in different shirts. We got a couple new ones coming out soon. I mentioned them in previous podcasts. Uh, as of uh, this week, uh, they uh, well, they might be ready actually this week. Um, just keep checking back. You you click the link in the show notes, and probably the newest shirts will be at the top there on the on the shirt and merchandise page, and then and then you work your way down to things that you've seen before. That how'd that go? And how's about a bag of bacon? This past weekend, I posted on the stories on the Instagrams. I do a lot of, you know, I guess uh, letting folks know what's available merchandise-wise, mostly on Instagram stories. That's where you find out, hey, this thing's on sale. Uh, we are selling the, the Tab and Pumpkin shirt for 15% off leading up to the Halloweens, which Halloweens is coming goes, and more on that in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I posted there. Sometimes the TikTok stories... Sometimes I text folks, you know, I just don't want to bug people every day with, uh, hey, look, look at here, this is available, but also folks don't know it's available unless you tell them. So uh, that's another way to keep in touch with me, you know, the old, the old text messaging, 501-322-6249. But the Tavern's Bag of Bacon, I posted this weekend because uh, Bacon Boise, they had a, the store, they had a company, 
that I partnered with uh, on these bags of bacon, I can't barely keep up uh, with having a, a bag of bacon that ain't empty. I keep eating it. And so um, I guess other folks are too because it's been going out. But what they posted this weekend, and I just uh, uh, let folks know about it too, was that they're doing pre-orders for Christmas. Because, I, mean, it's, it's I mean, if you're looking for a gift somebody probably ain't got before, uh, a bag of bacon, firstly, it might be it. The flavor of the bacon is delicious, and my face is on the bag, and it actually says bank, bank, right where you tear it open. It's a resealable bag. If for some reason you can't finish like a whole bag of bacon in one sitting, you ain't got to, and you ain't got to be embarrassed about it. It's got a seal there. It says, we'll, we'll keep it fresh for later till you're ready to eat a little more bacon, or if you if you feeling real generous, if you're ready to share some more bacon with somebody. So that's how that goes. So there's a link to Tabin's Bacon Bag in the bio too, along with the merchandise. Along you'll see, uh, and by merchandise, I mean shirts, but also the hoodies are out. Uh, and we should have a new hoodie soon. I ain't going to say which one. Yeah, I will. Maybe I should. Yeah, I'll tell you. It's the No Pro. No Pro Fisherman, but it's the hoodie. So you got, you know, like a hood and it's a sweatshirt. And you got a little pocket in front for your hands to keep them warm when you ain't holding your fishing rod okay so uh all that's in the show notes of course you've got to keep in touch with me because you know what next week's is the episode for the podcast and there's ways to let me know if you want to be involved with that uh the text message like i said 501-322-6249 and then my email tabindillard at gmail.com so that's a that now where has season four gone that's what i'm asking and where'd Halloween go? Like I said, I got I got more information on how Halloween went uh, for me in Chancellor Park in a little bit, but it's been quite an eventful town, and you know, in, uh, well, I guess an eventful town. It's been an eventful week in town, at least put it to you that way. Of course, everybody is still recovering from one of the best seasons in adult softball league history for Team Burger Shed. There's been a lot of fun. And we already looking forward to the next round. I mean, Mort Dwidell's getting ready for He's already thinking about it. Rance Farnhart's ready to go. JT Whitlow. Donnie Wayne Chambliss is our first time, first season on our team. And uh, he seemed to really like it. And Rusty Tidwell, I mean, he wants to be back there the very next day. He don't like to take breaks. And he do everything he he try, like, the best he can. He go all out. Uh, Myron Curtis, here's the deal. He's recovering. He, he made a mistake. Uh, that he's made before. I think that's why some of us were so frustrated about it because Myron knowed better that if you know you got tender guts and you're going to be uh, eating from the concession stand at the softball fields and it's going to be something a little heavy, it ain't just a, you know, a mild snack. You may want to wait until after the game to do that because what happened is uh, he got into these, uh, you know, Mary Beth Tucker, his girlfriend, was working the concession stand. She got this wild idea that for the championship game, you know, she'd step up the concession stand game a little bit, and she had them, like, super nachos or whatever, extreme nachos, kind of, she had jalapenos, all that kind of thing. And Myron Curtis dove gut first right into it all, and then it tore him up. He's in that park bathroom, and them park bathrooms echo, and, Whatever. I mean, he he played some of the game, but I, I, I think that bathroom saw more of him than the, the softball field did. So everybody's recovering. It was a good season overall. I mean, you live and you learn kind of thing, but we're looking forward to it. Today, though, like I mentioned, is episode 14 of season four of the Tab Dillard podcast, which means there's one more episode of this season, and that is obviously next week. Uh, 
And that is the Q&A episode. And that's me answering the questions that y'all have been sending in to me over the past few weeks. Now, uh, I told you last week, Sam, he, he reached out to me on the email because he's like, hey, Tavin, I sent this stuff on the Instagrams, but uh, you said stuff gets buried over there, so just in case. I appreciate that. For some reason, it's just things come in pretty often on Instagram. There's a lot of traffic for me right there uh, these days, and I try to keep up with uh, the podcast Q&A questions over there. And I think I've done a pretty good job, but for sure, the email and the text is the easiest way to go. So if you got questions uh, for me, that's what I'm doing next week. Y'all are providing the content for the podcast episode. We had a lot of questions come in so far. Um, and like I said, you text me or you email, and that's the best way to do it. But I've been collecting them, trying to organize them. And I'm a little behind on organizing them, but we got quite a few ready. And there's more that came in that I got to like add to the to the lineup kind of thing and some folks ask same questions so we may have to combine some if so it ain't like a repeat you know oh and here's the answer to this question again and this question again you know how that goes so anyways tune in next week as we wrap up this season of the podcast but that is then you know about that and this is now you know about that so the road to a new truck for me Tavin Dillard has been longer than anticipated uh, this year, I was hoping by you know end of the summer, early fall, I'd have that '93 Ford Ranger or something like it, you know, locked up. But that's okay. I've been without a truck for so long. I ain't never had my own truck, so that's a real long time. If you think about it that way, that I can wait a little longer, and I ain't mad. I am starting to save that money again after a couple of financial setbacks. But also, as you know, I got an ATV now, so I am getting around a little faster. I ain't driving it every day, and technically it is Cricket's granddaddy, although I'm getting the sense that he don't care if he ever see it again. He just kind of bought it and said we were sharing it, and he paid for it, and then he's like, you you have it for a while. And then when I say, hey, uh, Cricket's your granddaddy ready for that ATV? She goes, no, not yet. He said you can keep driving it. So, you know, you kind of see where that's going, but you don't want to assume nothing. Uh, so I use that sometimes uh, in town and get around places uh, to lawns and stuff. But the thing is, on an ATV, I ain't got a trailer that I'm pulling anything with, so I'm like, I still got the, the push mower tied to the handle to the back of the ATV seat, and so I can't go too fast. I can't whip around the corner unless I want to go, you know, head over heels with my lawnmower and bust that, and that don't make no sense. If that's your livelihood, that you're going to, like, flip it behind the ATV, that ain't what I'm about. I ain't trying to do that. So I, I'm just still looking at, got my eye on a truck at some point. But in the meantime, I can't say things are worse because uh, uh, I just had a bike before. Now I got a bike and an ATV. So that sounds like a win to me. But the reason is with that truck, things come up that's unexpected and then there ain't nothing you can do. Uh, but weather them storms, you know, when you get them what they call storms in life, things, things happen to you and you can't, well, that money's gone. Uh, I had to spend it on this even though I saved it for that. Well, the other thing you could do is curl up in a ball, but that gets uncomfortable. So maybe you're wondering uh, why Mabel Childress wants to refund Halloween, because that happened this week. And not like give Halloween a refund. She wants a refund on Halloween. Like what she spent for Halloween, she it didn't deliver. She mad about it, so she wanted her money back. You didn't hear about that? Well, Mabel Childress... She won a refund on Halloween, and I don't even know how you get a refund on an entire holiday or who you file that paperwork with, but it's something. I'll tell you that. 
First, let me tell you about Imogene Watkins making popcorn balls before we get into Mabel's whole debacle. Is that what you call it? You know about them, no? Them popcorn balls, they a ball of popcorn, like popcorn, little pieces of popcorn, but then you, you put them all together and they make a big old ball of popcorn, and it's called a popcorn ball. I think you kind of, that logic kind of tracks pretty easy. It ain't like something else where it's got a crazy name, and you're like, that don't make no sense. Like grapefruit, and there ain't no grapes in it, that kind of thing. Uh, sometimes, uh, them popcorn balls, they different colors. It's kind of hard, you know, like they, they spray lacquer or something on it to make it shiny. And it's just kind of, you biting into that, it can be a little bit hard. And they use that food dye to color it like red or green or blue or whatever. Um, and then you just kind of gnaw on that, on that popcorn ball and you pick at it and that's how it goes. And that's how you end up eating that thing. Well, Imogene Watkins made them this Halloween. Now, I try to avoid Imogene's house when it comes to food because she tried to give me a black nanner one time. And you may have heard that story. When I say tried, I mean she was very successful in giving me a black nanner. It was pitch black, midnight, turn out the lights, put your head under the covers, black nanner. Like I thought it was a de-beaked crow that she laid in my hand. And I was sure that once she gave it to me, this was in the inside sitting room at her house after I'd mowed her lawn. And I figured, well... I can take this wrinkly black nanner. The outside looks like a hairless cat, truth be told, just wrinkly skin. Nothing remotely appealing about this black nanner when it comes to eating. And I was thinking I could just take this out of the house. She don't have to watch me eat it. And I'll just throw it away, you know, on like Hank Thistle's burn pile uh, once I get down the street. You do not want to bring that black nanner close to your face, much less put it in your mouth. So I was really hoping to get out of there without messing with it and just get to Hank's burn pile which is just like a, a house or two down, you know, from Imogene and Raymond Watkins' house. So she she really wanted to see me to try to eat this thing. Like she, I guess it did her heart good to see me eat healthy or whatever. And you ever tried to peel a little old pitch black midnight turn out the lights nanner that's sitting like a D-beat crow in the palm of your hand? It wasn't a crow now. It really was a nanner. I'm just saying, if you put a crow, you know, them blackbirds next to this nanner, same color. Same exact color, like exact same. That's how that goes. It's just looks. It's a it's a pitch black nanner, and it's in my hand, and it's wrinkly and ripe is not even the word. It's not even overripe. It's it's black. It's dead. Like don't look at it, much less touch it. And I was doing both. If you try to peel that thing, which I did, because that's what you got to do if you're going to eat it. I mean, I wasn't going to just bite it like a peach or something. Folks don't usually eat banana peel, and especially when it's so black it looks like it's covered in charcoal. My thumb went into that thing, y'all. Didn't even try. The peel was so thin and so tender that my thumb had no choice but to sink into the guts of that pitch black nanner, and from there, it's just a mess. I mean, a terrible mess. I don't need to tell that whole story again, I don't think, even though I almost did. All I'm saying... If somebody says, you want to trick-or-treat at Imogene and Raymond Watkins' house? I say, I don't want to do anything there. That involves food. No thanks. And it ain't that Imogene can't cook, because she can, but it's them things that she, she got laying around and she want to try to pass them off on you that can be a real wild card. Black nanners, popcorn balls, although they weren't really laying around. That was intentional. Like she, she specifically made them for the Halloweens. So what does any of this have to do with Halloween and popcorn balls about this whole story? It has everything to do with it because that's what happened on Halloween at the Watkins house. She made them popcorn balls. Imogene is on the porch. You know Imogene and Raymond got nice little front porch and a swing there. So they sit out there and she got a basket full of popcorn balls. 
and some kids don't know what they are. The only language they speak is Kit Kat and Snickers, like Attaway, which I don't mind. I actually speak king-size Kit Kat pretty fluently myself, if you know what I mean. Well, about five of Delma Spencer's kids walk up to Imogene and Raymond's yard, up their yard, up, up, up the stairs uh, to their front porch, and all they got on as far as costumes is untucked shirts with belts over them shirts. So the belt ain't through the loops of any of the britches. It's just around the outside of the shirt, almost like a dress, I guess. Except the shirts ain't that long. They regular size shirts for a kid, you know, kind of thing. And the shirts ain't any particular kind. Like one of the kiddos said Donuts for Diabetes 2018, which I don't even know how that works. Maybe they ended up with that because it was a bad idea or some sort of fundraiser or they ordered too many shirts and just sent them all to a thrift store. Maybe the fundraiser didn't work out. I really don't know. Then the other kid had on a brown shirt, just standard brown, that's it. Blue jeans and a belt around that brown shirt, like Attaway, and that's what we got going on, if you can picture that in your mind's eye. Then two of them kiddos had on Cardinals shirts, you know, like the baseball team. I guess it was a baseball shirt, but it seemed like a knockoff because Cardinals was spelled wrong and the bird looked more like a dog snout than bird beak. But anyways, the other kid had on a Rickards Grocery Store food drive shirt from 2019, all untucked with belts around them shirts. And when you ask Delma, ask her, like, Delma, what's going on? She said that all her kids was Robin Hoods for Halloween. I guess if you untuck a shirt and you put a belt around it, that's all you need. Now, to be clear, them kids didn't all have belts. There's a couple ropes, and one kiddo had weed eater wire around his waist. But they's trick-or-treating. They's out there doing a the thing. So them little Robin Hoods go to Imogene or Watson's front porch, and they start grabbing pocket balls out of the basket because that's what they know to do. They know people have stuff out on Halloween. You just take it. If, if they don't have nothing out, then you ask them for it. Hey, trick-or-treat, and then they, they offer, they're supposed to offer you some candy. Imogene tries to tell them kids to wait because they is just steady swarming out like sweat bees on a snow cone, like just all over them popcorn balls. And Imogene was, was going to hand them out like she had a procedure in place. She had a way in her mind that this is supposed to go. And when Delma Spencer's kids showed up, uh, that plan looked like it was out the window. She's still trying to hold that line. They'll just be like, hey, well, hold on. Hold on, y'all guys. You step up here. You point to the popcorn ball you want. What color you want? Green, blue, red. And then I get up for you and then you take that thing. You know, like she wanted to go like that away. And add insult to injury, one kiddo bit into that one that was red colored, then seen the blue one in the basket, dropped the red one that's unwrapped uh, from the saran wrap or the plastic wrap or whatever that is that they, she wrapped it in, and she dropped the red one right there on the front porch, reached down and bit through the blue plastic wrap on the other popcorn ball. So she had different colored popcorn ball uh, like wrapped in different plastic wraps, but then once you open them up, they still that same color. You know, because she dyed some of them different colors. Imogene had them all wrapped up. You know how Snickers comes in a wrapper. Well, Imogene, she wraps hers in plastic wrap because she ain't a candy factory or nothing like that. So she just wrapped them up. And then there's Delma Spencer's kiddo just gnawing through it like a rabbit on an abba-zabba. Well, Raymond hates to see this circus break out on his front porch. And he gets loud. Partly he gets loud because he can't hear real great. And he'll just talk loud. But he ain't happy with these kiddos either and what they doing. Hey, hey, hey there. You know, he hauls out. Hold on to your, hold on to your own pocket ball and don't take two. You can't have two. You know, Raymond's trying to regulate, you know, and Imogene's a little bit flustered. She didn't expect Dumb Spencer's kids to steady swarm her porch like that. She kind of assumed they just already know how to behave, but you can't never assume that Dumb's kids know how to behave. Now, I don't know what Raymond thought he'd accomplished, but he picked up one of the pocket balls that got dropped and handed it back to the kid. 
because since that was the kiddo's first choice, he had to stick with that. So that one boy dropped the one and he grabbed the other and Raymond's like, no, no, no. This one you dropped, that's the one you touch, that's the one you get. Then Raymond proceeded to take the blue pokerin ball out of the kiddo's hand and finger scoop blue pokerin ball out of that kid's mouth. Delma's boy is gagging. She screams at Raymond. Raymond just say, ah, oh, his airway's clear. He's fine. Like he got in there and cleared that boy's airway when he's finger scooping that pokerin out of his mouth. So he knew, you know, nobody's life was in danger kind of thing. And Raymond turned that kid toward the front yard and he nudged him away from his porch. Just like, see you later. You ain't welcome here no more. Uh, I have a good life kind of thing. Well, Delma ain't having that. She said, you can't take my kid's candy. And he said, your kid got one. He can't take two. And she said, yes, he can. He's growing. So I guess if you just step back to listen to Delma's argument, she's basically saying the candy her boy is getting on the Halloweens and the pokerin ball that her boy is going to get, these things make for what we call uh, uh, a growing kid to stay healthy. Oh, he's growing. That's a healthy kid. He's about to be soaking wet along with his mama. If y'all don't get along, I'm about to turn my garden hose on you both. So Raymond's hot. He's just ready to turn the garden hose on the mama and her kiddos on Halloweens because they steady taking a bite out of a pocket and ball, dropping it on the porch, grabbing another pocket and ball. They just was not following Imogene and Raymond Watkins' pocket and ball procedure. Now, in their defense, it's not like this procedure was posted anywhere and usually you just got the Halloween instincts. You knock, you say trick or treat, you hold out your hand or your bag or whatever, they, they put it in there. This is different. So they, they got to figure out the rules and uh, I guess I'm Gene Raymond were willing to take time to teach everybody the rules. So I don't know if Raymond decided to fix the bite, the one that got bit and rewrap it, you know, that pocket ball, but I can't imagine he wasted it. So off the little red riding hoods, go with they, one pocker and ball each into the night, taking the free candy and giving it to themselves and their mama. So kind of not exactly like Robin Hood because they said he robbed from the rich, give to the poor. These people rob from whoever got what they want and keep it. That's kind of how Delma's kids do, asking for, for the food and then maybe trying to take a little extra that, was, that wasn't offered them. Uh, but that's Delma Spencer and her kiddos fueled by chocolate and pocker. So I mentioned earlier, Mabel Childers bought candy and was going to hand it out. Now, I didn't tell you that. I just told you she wants a refund on Halloween. Well, here's why. The only thing is, when she got ready to hand out Halloween and, you know, she got the candy or hand out Halloween candy, when you spend all year scaring kids, Mabel, and adults, truth be told, trick-or-treaters ain't liable to show up to your house. Now, Mabel is old and honoring. She, she asked me to put Easy Cheese. That's the one. You know that story. She asked to put Easy Cheese on her back at the city post saying it was sunscreen. And when I didn't do it, she threw that easy cheese at me when I was doing the cannonball, hit me in the elbow. And they had to empty the, the evacuate, what they call it? Yeah, evacuate the, the, the city poo because they had to clean that easy cheese out. And that was all because of Mabel. So um, that's who we're dealing with. And then uh, her and my Mimo, they can't hardly be in the same area without a fight or an argument going to break out. Uh, they they get in real heated arguments. They in the same water aerobics class taught by Coach Hicks. He's the one who is the city lifeguard, uh, head city lifeguard at the pool. And then he also got his own boxing gym called Thunder Punch. And that's the team actually that beat Team Burger Shed in the championship game last week. Thunder Punch did. And so they got they they cross paths often enough, Mimo and Mabel, and it ain't good. Mabel got a mouth on her, and uh, she liked to start fights and meanwhile don't mind finishing them so that's how it go 
But she's Brody Childress's granny. That's who Mabel is. And Brody and his wife, Brandy Lynn, she make a beautiful three-bean salad. They don't even ha take their kiddos by Mabel's for Halloween. So that even own family don't want to go by there on the Halloween. So Mabel end up with a bag, or many bags, I don't know, five, six bags of Necco wafers and walnuts. Because that's what she was going to hand out for Halloween's. And only a few folks showed up, including Cindy Mydell, who was dressed like Catwoman, and one of the kiddos handed Mabel back her treats uh, that was with Cindy. I use the word treat loosely. You ever seen a kid try to figure out what to do with a walnut in a shell? Good luck, kiddo. Seemed like a trick. I mean, you want to talk about trick or treat? Hand a kid a walnut in a shell. You want to see a real trick? Hand them them green walnuts right off the tree. Get to work, kiddo. So the next day, Mabel decided to go to Sonic and demand a refund on Halloween's. Well, Sonic ain't got nothing to do with her being mean all year than buying Necco wafers and walnuts. What is what? Do, what do you think this is, Mabel? To give shop at the Cracker Barrel? And then nobody's coming to her house, or not many people. Catwoman stopped by. So Sonic said, uh, move along, Mabel. We're dealing with conies and corn dogs, not walnuts and refunds. So then she go to Maggie's Flowers, another dead end. Uh, she's just going to local businesses asking for refunds for Halloweens. Well, Mabel Childress ended up at the City Hall, and she got a no. So, in protest, she decided to stand out front uh, of the City Hall with her hand on her heart and recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, ain't nobody getting mad or going to fault you for being a patriot, Mabel. Not sure how you thought that was going to get your refund on Halloweens, but it sure didn't. So, in the end, if you need a Necco wafer or a walnut and a shell, I know a place, but you're going to have to deal with Mabel Childers to get it. So, that's how that go. You may want to weigh the, the, what they call the pros and the cons before you go and getting and doing something like that. My brother Brett, he had a wrestling match in the trailer park this week, and then uh, he disappeared. He didn't do too great. I ain't saying he's slipping, but sometimes he can get a little cocky, a little arrogant, and somebody's there, scrappy young trailer park fella to bring him down a notch. So I probably won't see Brett again till close to Thanksgiving. All in all, though, I mean, it was a good Halloween. You know, nobody got hurt. Uh, some people got candy. Some people lost their candy. Some people got pocker and balls. Somebody, I think, got one with a bite out of it because I'm pretty sure Raymond recycled that thing. I ended up with some king-size candies, and we lit off some leftover fireworks from the 4th of July in the trailer park, so it was a festive evening. Cricket had to help with her grandparents, but we supposed to see each other this week, so that's good. And speaking of this week, we heading into the Q&A for Season 4 of the Tab and Dillard Podcast. That's questions that you send in, and that's answers that I'm going to give you for the questions that you ask me. If you send in questions at the end of last season and they didn't make it in, or you sent a question a while ago, like the very beginning of season four, feel free to send it again. I think I got them organized, but it, it don't hurt if you're like, hey, this is the one I sent in back in the September's early, earlier in the in the podcast season or whatever. Um, so I try to keep up with all that, but it helps to get a reminder. Happy Novembers, y'all. It's Novembers. October's has come and gone. Halloween's has come and gone. We're looking ahead to being thankful for the Thanksgiving. And I want to say thanks so much for being part of this with me. I sure appreciate y'all. Seems like the podcast has grown quite a bit since the spring. Um, I know it has. And I appreciate y'all rating this podcast and sharing it with folks. And, of course, in the show notes, you're going to see all kinds of ways to get in touch with me and see some of the stuff I talked about today with the bag of bacon and the shirts and the hoodies and the hats and all that kind of thing. 
Looking forward to wrapping up season four next week. But until then, y'all be good. And hey, if you ain't had blue pocker and ball finger scooped out of your mouth on Raymond and Imogene Watkins front porch this week, you having a pretty good week. Till next time, y'all guys, I'm Tavin Dillard. This is the Tavin Dillard Podcast. Mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. We'll see you later.